be asking a girl out at school or asking a girl at the fucking gym. I don't know. That shit don't bother girls. Yeah, not at the gym. Don't, man. don't, don't do that. Whack. The but, gym is like not weak. So are you wearing uh, headphones or no? Yeah. All right, word. So let me know what you think about the sound. Is this good? Like right welcome, here? Welcome, or should, welcome, I like, welcome. should I like right here? Like ASMR, like. Now, nah, right here? Or like. Right here. As long as it's like. Level? Pause that. Yeah, that was crazy. Between the chin and the mouth of Braze. Pause. Pause that. Pause that for real. Episode one live. Ready? Three. <laughs> Three. Two, one. Alright, give me like five seconds. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to go. <laughs> Wait, you oh, have to go over yeah, the no, intro. Huh? You have to go over the intro. Yeah, I was thinking that, but it seems kind of forced for the first one. Like what? What is there to say? Do other people have intros? Nah, they don't. Like they be like they just hop in and oh, then it's okay. a clip and then it's like an actual intro video. Yeah. So what I was thinking is, you know, the video that we're recording. Yeah. Like that'll be the intro. So this will be like a small clip and then we'll have the actual intro and then we'll get into the. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So. All right. So then cue the intro. Uh, just start over again. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so like, so wait, what are we doing then? As far as like the intro goes, just say He's hopping into it, right? Yeah, like, yo, welcome. All right, yeah. so five second pause. I say who you are, and then I'll say who I am, and then we'll go back to like a deeper, deeper intro. All right, we go. Countdown. Five, All right. This has been a long time coming. Welcome to the uh, Anaka Power Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Shout out Alex. Shout out Alex one time. OG Alex. Y'all may have heard me on the uh, GM podcast not too long ago. Actually, it was like probably a year ago. It's probably two, honestly. That podcast has been dead, buried, probably never to be bought again, brought back to life again. But it was a good time. Good time. It was me, Russ, Alex, Josh, Matt. But I resurfaced. I've been reincarnated as Sean Coker. Sean Coker, man. The Anaka Power Radio. Anaka Power. The new host. Um, new I'm, here with, I'm here with Ant. Ant's going to be the host. I'm not going to be the mediator. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at that. But <clears throat> Ant's going to be the host. He's going to run that. And we're back. We're back in business. And we're, this is our first episode. Let's go, man. Back in business, but it is the first one. Because the business doesn't stop. So we're just, we're just back at it. We're back at it. So. For sure. For sure. Episode one, uh, intro to the pod, what we what we plan to do and what you know, what to expect from us. It's crazy because like I can't the last episode or the last podcast I did, we didn't have cameras. So like I'm gonna have to get used to this whole like, yeah, like three looking camera at the thing. Camera. Like yeah. do I look at these cameras or do I just like <laughs> talk and kinda do my do my thing? And I have to also remember that people can see me now, so gotta watch what I do. I'm a pretty wild person. But um yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Three cameras pointing at me at the same time. I'm trying to make eye contact with all of them. Yeah, I, it's like I'm trying to look at the middle one, but then also I know that's my camera, so I'm like looking at that one too. I think the most important part is like your outfit. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Like, I literally had to plan out, like, you know, what am I going to wear? And then I didn't even wear what I planned out, so it was a little stress in the morning. Yeah. No, I can't be wearing shorts here, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> might be unflattering, you know what I mean? But, I hey, it is what shorts. it is. I got, I got big thighs. But, uh... Pause. <laughs> oh man on that note um so on our first youtube video episode brought to you by alani seltz sit back and relax relax. enjoy the day alani seltz squeeze the day son of a peach they actually have cool names though oasis all right go (laughs) yeah just scratch that. So on the first on the first YouTube video, we had people ask questions about like what they want to see, and what they wanted to see, and like what would they want us to talk about. And one of the main questions was uh, how Naka got started, your journey of like starting a Naka. That was like the most asked question. So, what? Well, yeah, like well, how did a Naka get started? How do you name it? Those were like the two most asked questions. I guess I can kind of give people a rundown of like how everything started up until the point where you came into play. Yeah, um, and then obviously everything after that but um <clears throat> anaka power the brand was an idea a thought in 2017 um it was me and my business partner sam sam a aka s motion five on instagram um you guys don't see much of him because he's kind of a behind the scenes kind of guy but um him he came to me actually with an idea at my apartment for those of you guys who have been following me for a while i've been doing online coaching from my first thing when I got into this whole fitness industry thing was online coaching from probably the year 2014, 2013, up until, I mean, I still do it, but not as much as I used to do it. Online coaching was my primary source of income. Online coaching, the whole sponsorship with supplements, uh, clothing brands, all that stuff. The way the fitness industry really rocked back in 2016, 2015, 2017. Um, Sam, my business partner, came over to my apartment at the time, one bedroom apartment, 600 square feet, came over, um, pitched an idea of starting our own niece, our niece lead brand. And I was just like, at that time I was squatting a lot. I was really big into power building and power lifting and all that stuff. I was actually doing like my first power lifting block or whatever you call that thing. And I was kind of into it. And at first I was like, you know what? Like, this is great, but like, it's not gonna stand, especially in the fitness industry today. There's strong knee sleeves. Strong knee sleeves at the time was popping. Um, of course, SBD was doing their thing. They've always been doing their thing. And I turned it down. Kept bothering me. Kept bothering me. Wouldn't leave it alone. Came back again for a second visit. This time he brought some samples over that were fucking hideous. Hideous ass samples, man. Like, disgusting samples. Like, I'll never, we'll never reveal those samples to you guys. But brought some, brought some samples over. Thought they were hideous. And I said no again. Kept texting me, kept blowing me up. He was like, yo, I think you got the following. You got the the, the, the corner, the group. You're in the, the perfect like area to start a brand and we're, you're starting something new. You're starting an accessory brand. Not many people start accessory brands. Everyone's trying to start a clothing line. Accessory brands are brand new. Why don't you start that? Came over the last time. This time he had the logo. And this time he also had suggestions for names. And there were so many different names. And I remember... We were sitting on the couch after he showed me like the 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 possible logo. We were sitting on the couch and he was just like, "What if we just named it?" Because I'm I'm Nigerian, my nationality, his nationality is Nigerian as well. And he was like, "What if we named it something that like had to do with like our motherland, like our 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 country of origin?" Um, 
And I said, like, you know what, that might actually might be dope. Like, might be dope to bring that over to the States. And I remember he was like, let's name it Gorilla, but in a Nigerian dialect. And I was like, damn, that's a good-ass idea. Looked it up. We found out it was a Naki. Um, changed the I at the end of a Naki to A. A Naka just sounded better. And then, boom, we were sold on that name. Started running samples. Fast forward to 2018, June, I think, June 2018. Had our first launch of just knee sleeves, black and white, 500 a pair, 500 each color. Sold out the first day. I think we made about like twenty thousand dollars. I thought I was the richest person on earth. <laughs> I thought I was legit rich as fuck. That's like, insane. I think we went out to we went out to uh, Clay or Spire that <laughs> night. I think Spire was popping at that time. Just braze. And like we, <laughs> I don't know if we bought a table, but we spent some money out of that twenty thousand dollars. It was very stupid. <laughs> they probably spent five racks. We spent a lot of money out of that twenty thousand. We thought we were like we thought we were like that was the first time I had ever made that much money. Yeah, in, in like that in a short day, amount of time in a single day. This yeah. is like four years ago. So like, um, for me, I was just like ecstatic i was happy went back to the drawing boards on monday packaged all the orders out of my my uh apartment at the time and um after that man like the company just caught a wave came out with belts wrist straps uh moved on to apparel dropped some shirts shirts were doing really well and then at that time i was like you know what like what if i just didn't go the typical route of like alphalete gymshark all those companies that are, that are doing like the tight fitness apparel. What if I went the route of just doing like something like streetwear, something that I was actually into, the clothes that I was actually I actually enjoyed wearing. Dropped our first like graphic graphic tee, which was the lightning tee. That shirt sold out so so yeah. quick, so quick. Shirt's iconic. And got a bag off that shirt. Honestly, just re, like. We're bringing that shirt back for yeah. Black Friday, by the way. In totality, like that shirt is that shirt. That was, was like iconic. the Teddy T before the Teddy T. Yeah, now. you're talking. We're talking like 2019. We dropped the the Lightning T, black and white, and we sold out of like two, I think 2,000 shirts like in like 20 minutes. And at that time, I knew that we had a wave that I had never experienced before. I had seen it with Christian and his brand at Alpha at the time. And I was like, man, if I can really like maintain this wave, if we can really maintain this wave, we really have something big here. Because up until like you, 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 you think your company's big, but you don't really know it's big at the at that at that time. That's how I kind of felt. That's how we kind of felt. Um, the lightning tee kind of gave us more confidence. And then after that, we just went full fledged like graphic tees, uh, heavier on the apparel. I mean, on the accessories and the apparel. And the wave just continued to grow. The mob just continued to grow. Um, we were working out of a, a, a trucking warehouse at the time, a yeah. trucking warehouse where uh, oh, my friend man. Rubio, he was selling trucks. But we had like, I think 800 square feet of it. Of it. He gave it to us pretty much for free to like run our operations out of it. And I don't know, it's, it's crazy. I don't want to go too far into the story because I feel like Ant can kind of ex explain the other half of how he came into play. Because yeah. right around that time That's at the trucking like business yeah. is where Ant kind of came into play and um started working yeah so up until then i had been watching shali on youtube for like i don't know how i found you I, I mean obviously i found you through christian but i was like i like cg stuff and i still do obviously but it just like i didn't really feel like one of those fans you know like one of his his one of like his core fans i just liked his content and i somehow started watching shali and i always knew about him and russ but I really started watching you when it was like when you did Vegas. So that's that summer shredding like series. What was uh, it? Uh, 2019. 
what was the name of it? It was uh, the marathon. Yeah, the marathon. Yeah. That's when I started watching you, and I would literally watch all of Charlie's videos, like every single video when it dropped. Like I was one of those subscribers, and I would like I would reply to his stories, and this is all like I knew is like I would reply to his stories like the same way I do now, like funny, and so he knew he knew I was like a funny dude, obviously. But my my Avi at the time was uh. It was Khloe Kardashian wearing a hat that said vote for Kanye. And so I, he didn't really ever knew what I looked like or whatever. And so he had a meetup at AE. So the same trucking like warehouse that we were at, or he was at, he had a meetup and like no influencers went. Like it was literally just him and Russell, I think, at the time. And then Christian and Max came. They can, No, they came the second time. Oh, really? So there was a small meetup. Like I. I was already working for you when no, we they had came, the they came that day. Oh, they just left. They came and left really. Oh, Heidi, yeah. Heidi, Christian, Max, everyone came that day. Oh, okay. They just left really early. But the second one was like the big one, right? The second one. The second one was when like Gustavo had like the. No, I think that was the first one. No, no, no. I'm telling you, the first one was literally just you and Russell beca- and Brandon. Because like, so this is like, this is what happened. So at the time, <laughs> he just like messed up all the light. Just let up all the lighting in. <laughs> no. Oh, no, we're good. Serge, now you're good, I guess. But now, nah, so, um, now, nah, so at the time, my dad was like my workout partner. So I was like, yo, let's go to this meetup. It was like $10 to get in. And like people were coming up and talking to you like as you were working out. But I was like, all the conversations were pretty short. So I was like, nah, I'm going to wait until like everyone's out this hoe. And I'm going to have a real conversation. So I was just like doing a full body workout at this point, waiting until everyone left. Because like I had already worked out and I was like, now nah, I'm going to do like curls and like random shit so I can like actually have a conversation. And like nobody was left in the warehouse besides like Brandon, Kerrigan and you. And I knew Brandon because Brandon was coaching me at the time. So I was like kind of talking to him. And then I started talking to Charlie. And like Charlie's side of the story is like completely false, and he no, nah, it's not <laughs> false. It's not false at all. I remember, dude. I remember the story. This is absolutely cap, man. I remember the story. I mean, I'll never forget the story. I was working out, and we finished. I finished working out, and I, I came inside the office because our office was really close to our, the gym that we used at the time. I came I came inside the office, said bye to like Christian, Max, Heidi, everyone that was leaving, and all the other people that were leaving too. And as I was walking back out to the gym to kind of like wrap up my workout, <clears throat> an older man came up to me, and it was happened to be Anstad. Came up to me, grabbed me, tapped me, was like, "Yo, um, nice to meet you. I watch your stuff, yada yada yada." I was like, "Thank you, pleasure to meet you." I thought that was it, and he was like, "I got a, I have my son. He he's the one that put me onto you. He's here as well." And I was like, "Oh, where is he? Bring him in." He was like, uh, "He's kind of shy." This um, is so cat, man. <laughs> I literally called my. Dad. He was like, he was like, he's kind of shy. Um, but if you come out here, you can meet him out here. So I literally walked out like outside of like the office area into the gym and Ant was just sitting, standing on the wall. But like, this might be when true. He, this part he, might be true. When he was like, I walked up to him and I like tried to shake his hand and like, I don't know. Like this is, oh, like, this is cap. This makes me cringe a little this bit. This is so cap, man. <laughs> but this is so cap. I walked up this to him. Cap. I walked up to him and he was just like standing against the wall and like, he wouldn't look at me. So like. I'm trying to do this to where I can talk in the mic and, and explain the story too. I forgot we have cameras. This is beautiful. Um, I was I was he was, I was talking to him, looking at him, looking at him, and he was looking to the side, like that, just looking at. And he was like, I was like, Yo, what's your name? And he would answer like this, uh, My name's Ant. 
That's so cap. And I was like, I was like, oh, so like, man, how did you like find out about me? And he, I, he explained the whole story of like, oh, I found you through like Christian and Max. Like, yeah, like just not looking at me at all. And I was like, man, this is extremely awkward. Like, extremely awkward. And then like the conversation ended. He went home. That's so cap. So this I, is how I know this is cap. This I don't. I, I don't know, know what happened. The conversation ended after that, and no, then it didn't. later on I, that day, home. you DM me, and then that's why I was like, oh no, I would literally scroll up. Like this is this is actually cap. So this is what really happened. So I'm talking to him. It was a full on like hour conversation. That's how I know that he he obviously has this like wrong. We have a full on hour conversation. He then asked me, "Oh, what's your Instagram?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's Big Baller Ant." He's like, "Oh shit, that's you." Then he follows my account there. We continue to have the conversation. But we the, we then go inside. We go inside the warehouse, like inside the office. Yeah, but throughout the conversation, you did not make eye contact. Nah, nah, nah. I feel like, okay, maybe <laughs> at first I was nervous, maybe. Yeah. But at some point, it was a normal conversation. But the, the extreme. Because I was looking directly at you. No, I mean, you were, I, The extreme of, no, that's what I was about to say. Like, the extreme, like, is it the extremity of you not looking at it? Me? Was it was at the beginning, odd. though. It, it, was, was, it was, bro, it, it couldn't was have been the odd. entire time. Like, Bro, I'm talking about his his head his head and neck were at a 90 degree. Oh angle. my god, man! Just not looking this at this dude me. has the wrong guy. <laughs> he's not he's looking at he me. He literally probably has the wrong person, it and was, he's just saying it was. It was me. very awkward man. to make the story good because there's no way. It was weird because like after that, I was just like, man, like I remember when when we did reach out and when I did reach out for help. Yeah, you said you were down. I was like, man, like hopefully. When he comes in this time, oh, that's he's, so able, fucked. he's able to look at me. That's like, so fucked, dude. I don't know how we're gonna. That's so fucked. I don't know how we're gonna that's work. So I don't know how we're gonna work together if like you can't look at me. That's like, in my eye. It's kind of weird, but that's I mean, hilarious. he came in. He was pretty normal. I think the first day you came, you assembled chairs. For yeah, free, right? because so he he DMs me. <laughs> yeah, so at at this point, I'm working at uh, TransOcean. I have an accounting internship, and so like that. So that was a Saturday, and literally every day I was like, man, hopefully this dude actually reaches out. So Friday at like fucking 12 p.m., he DMs me. He's like, yo, do you know how to drive a box truck? That was the DM. Like, do you know how to drive a box truck? I was like, fuck, like, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm down. And he's like, all right, pull up. So I pull up and like, I didn't have to drive. That was after that, the the first like huge launch we had. Yeah. We were like trying to deliver shit to USPS. And so Gustavo ended up being there. So I didn't have to drive it. But like there's Ikea chairs and shit. That like hadn't been assembled. So I built them. Like I literally built four chairs. Like the chairs that we use still to this day, I built like with my hand. And then the next day came around and he was like, yo, like pull up, like whatever. Did they hear my burp? Nah, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Wow, that was bad. (laughs) But yeah, he's like, yo, pull up tomorrow, help some more. And I was basically helping do like all the setup. So I I helped build uh, the racks that we had in our inventory room. Uh, then we brought in the table. Do you remember when we brought in the table, me, you, and Gustavo, and we broke it? Yeah. Because <laughs> it couldn't fit in the door? Yeah. So then we we did that. And then he would always, like, he would ask me, like, at the end of the week, like, for my PayPal. And I was like, nah, bro, like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll, I'll just work for free. Like, don't worry about it. And it would make him, like, kind of upset. He'd be like, bro, just give me, your sh- like, your PayPal. Like, and I would just be like, nah, bro, like, you're good. Like, don't worry about it. And so, uh, it wasn't until I honestly, until we hired, until we had like our first launch. No, nah, but no, remember it was the, so Brittany was there. Oh yeah. We, yeah, yeah. It was so Brittany, so it was a girl who's doing like customer service and she's the homie. So if you're watching this shout out, but, uh, 
her 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 schedule was just like kind of weird so she would only be able to work like two days i think or it was something weird and uh one day she quit like i i forgot what happened but like she just she just quit and they were gonna interview another girl that we still know but you i'll never forget this because it was you and samuel solis and we were sitting in those four chairs and you were just like you're kind of going on a rant you're just like man like i just need someone who's like down committed and it's like gonna ride to the top with me like type shit and yeah pause and sam sam solis just like looked at me and was like bro like he's the one and you were like yo how much are you getting paid at your job currently and i think it was like ten dollars an hour and you're like word if you work for us like i'll do eleven dollars an hour so i was like i mean i was already working for you pretty much so i was like yeah word and uh from then i mean we've just pretty much been on a roll since the the growth after that was incredible so we stayed there for about like put i put about i say twenty twenty thousand dollars into the office yeah. and just redoing it we moved out in like four or five months yeah moved over to alpha land no alpha elite distribution alpha elite distribution sorry yeah. alpha elite distribution stay there for about like another four or five months outgrew that got our first warehouse that was like four thousand five thousand square feet yeah and we out of there quickly put like twenty five thousand. that was probably the i feel like that was the quickest move honestly extremely quick that was like four months it felt extremely like. quick put so much money into that twenty five thousand dollars into like redoing that office yeah just to take it down in four or five months and then we moved over to our current warehouse which yeah. is about eighteen thousand eighteen thousand square feet and now um, with the amount of employees that we're growing, we're hiring and stuff like that, the growth that we're having, the growth that we're having. <clears throat> now we're here at Alpha Land and we have this corporate office. Um, this room pr- primarily is going to be used for podcasts, the podcast room and just content. Yeah. Um, when we move over here officially, this will be Ant and Sergio's room and people that are involved with the content side of things. Um, I'll be here over on the other side of this. It'll be like kind of like a VIP lounge for all our, our influencers, guests, athletes all that stuff sam will be here break room fun little area fun little area that's premium nice corporate a mixture of all that together so the journey's been crazy man yeah it's been pretty insane met a lot of people throughout the way lost a lot of people but uh this journey has been uh one one hell of a journey and uh, it's funny because we're just about to we're just getting started we're about to kick off with supplements We're, we're, we're rolling into power performance this podcast is just getting started um, the team is growing. I think now we're close to like 30 employees total. Um, if you're factoring in the warehouse help, yeah. um, in, in office, we're already at 15 outside of office. We have about 12 to 15 and then contractors as well. We have about four to five. It's crazy. Company's going really fast. And, um, obviously if you're listening to this, you're part of that reason and yeah, thank 100%. you for the support. And this is just the first episode of the podcast. There's plenty more to come, but, um, yeah, I was having a conversation, ironically, with Brittany at uh, the party I went to this weekend. And she was like, man, I feel like the growth has just been so insane. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell like when you're in it. You know what I mean? Like, Because a year ago, if you look back a year ago where we were, I think, man, we were, we were still definitely at the distribution center. We had two, we had two offices and, a, and a, like a closet space for inventory. Yeah. So like, it's hard to like, kind of like see it when you're like in it because like day to day we just continually like just build up and build up momentum but like when you take a step back it's pretty insane very insane like i remember like when we were still at ae 
from for me it's like from my my literally like my clothing closet closet in my apartment to like my computer room at my townhome to now 18,000 square feet of warehouse space it's mind-blowing yeah it's pretty insane mind-blowing that's like absolutely insane but a lot of people when you when when they say they want to start like when people tell me they want to start a brand and stuff like that they I mean I'm all for it I'm all I'm always supporting and stuff like that because I mean I was there once but um I, I I feel like a lot of people don't understand the 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 amount of trial and tribulation you go through um trial and error everything that you go through in the process of brand building and we're still not even done yet there's still so much that you learn throughout the way like starting a brand isn't as easy as people think it is like yeah you can come up with cool clothes cool concepts and stuff like that and sell them but if your back end isn't structured and well put together it'll come it'll come down crumbling as fast as it started or probably even faster yeah. You'll launch one or two times, and then if it doesn't, if if you don't have a backbone structure, you, you'll you'll fail. <laughs> so, and the funny thing is, man, like, it's crazy because I don't know if this separates a successful business, and I've always wondered that a successful business from like a failing business. We've never failed. Yeah, we've never had like a bad launch. We've never had, we've never had a bad launch. We've never had like something that completely flopped. We've never had something that's just like not done well since day one, the day one launched June 30th, 2018 till now it's been like a upward. Maybe this, maybe the slope is kind of like slowed down a little bit, but it's been just like a consistent upward slope hundred percent that has not like come down and I knock on wood because I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to fuck that up, but (laughs) I think this is definitely titanium. Yeah, that was was vibranium from uh. Yeah, that, Wakanda. From Wakanda. Yeah, that was, that was straight. Wakanda. <laughs> it was definitely Wakanda vibranium. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, there's been a few items that haven't performed as like well as we we expected them. But I mean, that that leads me kind of into like another question someone asked, like, what's the hardest part of starting a business for you in like particular, or what was the hardest part for Naka? Uh, the hardest part, obviously is if you're someone like me who was working or doing online work. I mean, it paid me good money online coaching, don't get me wrong, but um whenever you at that point in my life taking that amount, I think I put $10,000 aside myself, my business partner put it, put my business partner put $10,000 aside himself. Taking that huge amount of cash of your own money, no loans, no nothing. Um till this day we haven't gotten one loan. Taking that amount of money yourself putting it aside, putting it to something that you don't really know if it's going to actually like flip or not was probably the hardest part. Um, being broke for that long, essentially I yeah. put, I put $10,000 of my own money in, in 2017, probably like November. And I didn't see product or like, I didn't see any money back for about eight months. Jeez. And that was a very, very like stressful time because I was just like thinking in my head, like, man, I could have put 10,000 into stocks. I could have put $10,000 into like buying my own house, my first house, $10,000 into something else or saved it, honestly. But that's probably the hardest part. And I think that's, I think that's the one thing a lot of people struggle with, whether you're getting a loan or not, you still have to pay the loan back. Um, whether you're getting a loan or not, I think starting off you're always scared that you'll never make the money back. And that shit, never, the thing is, and one thing I'll tell you guys is that if once you start a business, we've gone to the point now where we're putting in damn near a yeah. million into each launch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
no matter how big or low that number gets, you're always going to <laughs> have that same feeling. That feeling is never going to leave. You're always going to be stressed about making that money back. So if, you ever do, if you're able to do it once, just keep telling yourself that you're going to have to keep doing it over and over again. So as far as that question goes, yeah, the money you put down and the money you're scared about making back, it's, that was definitely the hardest part. Obviously, there's a lot of other things, but that initial investment is scary. Yeah, that sounds Terrifying. pretty nerve-wracking. Like putting 10 racks up and then you're broke and you haven't seen anything. You're like, come on, man. I moved out of my mom. I moved out of my mom's house. 2016, 2017, I think 2017. I moved out of my mom's house 2017 into a one bedroom. I remember I moved out and I had about $2,000 in my bank account. And I spent about 1200 on my first, my first down, my, my first month of rent. I had eight hundred dollars in my bank account after that, <laughs> Damn. and to my parents, because I had just quit working for my dad. I was just tired. I was fed up with it. Yeah, I was fed up with working a nine to five and just not getting paid enough. Shout out pops, but um, <laughs> OG for real. <laughs> I had twelve. I had two thousand in my bank account. Around that, I paid twelve hundred dollars for my rent. I had eight hundred dollars left over for like groceries and shit. And I remember I spent pretty much all of it. Like I had a little bit. I had a little bit of furniture that I brought over from my mom's house. But after that, I was completely broke and the first thing i did was fucking broadcast and blast online coaching non-stop for an entire like maybe two or three months like every day i would post i was taking clients it got to a point where i was like coaching like 200 clients at once Jeez. but i made like i mean if yeah. you type yeah I mean, I 200 times yeah 200 times like 100 i made like 20k probably yeah right correct math no 200 times 200 more. times 100 it's two times ten, two thousand. Oh yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I like my zeros were my zeros were wrong. So I made like twenty thousand off that minimum, and then I used that to invest in Anaka. So like that's just like the backstory. Of yeah, that. it's it's crazy, but grind mode for real. For sure, for sure. That's yeah. That's a that's a great story to to show the start. Another question that was really good. So all these questions are coming from our YouTube channel. If you go back and uh, watch the first episode, we had like questions and stuff and what you guys recommend so make sure you tune into our youtube channel uh we put out videos pretty much weekly at this point but one of the one of the questions was how do you like choose who to involve in a naka like because most of the time it's it's pretty like natural encounters like from i mean i pretty much was like the first person here so i've seen everyone that we've like allowed but like on, on the back end like what is your thought process when like allowing people to like work with us. Funny, funny enough, it's funny enough that you say that because I think you honestly set the standard for who we hired moving forward. Um, being able to work, and I, I've always thought that like coming from a family where my dad he owns a business, whatever, and I've seen the people that he hires, and, the, and no, no shade towards him, yeah. but I've seen the people he hires, and you always got the sense of people not vibing with each other at his office. And I was like, man, like I would hate to create a workspace where like no one really likes each other. Like, yeah, I want to create a workspace one day. I didn't know Anaka was a thing at the time. I want to create a where I would love to create a workspace one day where everyone vibed with each other. <clears throat> Ran into Ant, hired him, whatever, full time. And after that, it was just kind of finding out who Ant liked, I liked, Sam liked, and also was good at their job. Yeah, and it just kept moving like forward like that up until 
now. Like Sergio, the guy that that's behind the camera is probably like our most recent hire. Yeah, nobody likes him. Yeah, no one really likes him. So but, it's kind of like yeah, that that. The, but he's growing on people. That's yeah, the, that's the funny thing. Sorry, you're having to record yeah. this. And he's he's really good at his job. So like that was the main selling point. Yeah. He was really so Sergio was one of those guys. He was more so good at his job. Yeah, than being a cooler, a cool person. A hundred percent. But with time, he, <laughs> I'm definitely kidding. But <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. But yeah, with time, yeah, I forgot what I was saying. That was that was so crazy. No, nah, I guess not. Like I mean, it the was, hiring <laughs> process is. It's, I feel like it's pretty natural at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just edit this whole part out. You know, it's gonna be like, yo, we love. But Serge. yeah, no, seriously though, like. Hiring people that fit the vibe, like we have Josh here, a designer. Yeah, he's in uh, he's in here right now, and um, honestly, it's it seems pretty prejudiced. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, if you had like swag or you could just dress, yeah, if you're wavy, if you, honestly, if you walked in and you dress like us, respect. Don't yeah. don't listen to this and come down to Houston, walk into our office, dress yeah. like us, because I could tell yeah, if you're faking it. Or, yeah, you know, I, could, I could tell. Yo, they're wearing like full designer fits yeah. and shit. <laughs> Fucking walking with Balenciaga yeah. head to toe. <laughs> Yo, straight <But>, Balenciaga. <laughs> Nah, don't do that. But I could tell when people are like legit, like yeah. with the shits, you know. 100%. And nothing against people that don't have the sauce. I mean, not that you don't have the sauce. Nothing against people that don't have the same sauce we have. Yeah, it's just when when you're you able to kind of relate yeah. to what we do and how we act on a daily basis, it just makes this work shit easy. Like it just yeah, does. it definitely doesn't feel like a typical work environment. I think everyone sees that like on our stories and stuff. And they're, they're jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Or not that they're jealous, but they're just like, wow, I'd really love to work in an environment like that. Because it's pretty rare to really find it. I mean, I had jobs before where you're like cool with some coworkers, but you're not necessarily like hanging out with your coworkers outside of work. Yeah. I think that was one thing that like me and you, like from pretty much day one, you were kind of like a big bro to me. So like anyone that we hired after that, kind of like, especially the immediate ones, like. Uh, I, I would look at them like as. Could I see this person a part of the family? Yeah. Not 100%. just an employee, because my biggest thing up until this day is like never hire someone that's just strictly here to be an employee. I yeah. want someone who's here to like actually grow with the team, be a part of the family, and honestly ride this out forever. Yeah. So I mean I've made a few mistakes in the past. People that are here for the wrong intentions and we've easily cut those people away. But now it's more so I've learned my lesson and it's more so now hiring people that look out for the same that have this, yeah. that share the same goal. Look out for me in the way that I look out for them. One of my biggest things, especially being in the position position I'm in right now as the CEO, whatever you want to call it, um, is just making sure I hire people and 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 not treating them like an employee only. Yeah. Obviously, we all have one job. We all have a job and a task, which is why we're here. I make we all make sure that we do it on a daily basis. But just being able to kind of stoop down to their level and kind of just talk to them on a very very respectful in a very very respectful manner and kind of letting them do their thing um i think when you're breathing down someone's back 24 yeah. 7 it makes them perform way less than they went than than their potential yeah um i think <clears throat> one thing that i've never experienced is like you and sam ever questioning like anything that i do like it's just like yo aunt this is like the task and then, like, however I do it or whatever is like never been questioned. It's just like, yo, you trust that I like know what I'm doing. Yeah. And obviously, like, I prove it, but it's just like I think that's one of the best things that I've experienced is like, like if you walked into the office and you wa and you see me watching a podcast, you're not like, yo, why aren't you working? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's dope because it allows me to just be more creative in like the tasks that I have to do, and it inspires me in ways to like get other things done. 
My thing is, as long as you're hitting your deadlines and doing your work, yeah. I truly don't care what you do in your free time. Like, if you go to any corporate job, nine to five, on a daily basis, on average, they're completing their daily task in like 45 minutes. The other fucking eight hours, six hours, <laughs> yeah. you're literally just wasting life away. Yeah. Just because corporate says you need to be there eight hours a day. Yeah, 100%. 50, 40 hours a week. I mean, nine times out of 10, you stroll in at like nine, 10. We leave at like five. We all work out together. As long as goals are getting met, deadlines are met, yeah. we're straight. Man, Anthony at Alphaland just hit me up for the payment. Sheesh. Sheesh. He saw so, like we were recording the podcast. He was like yeah. waiting until he's already, like, "Oh, you're actually using it." Yeah, I already knew that was coming. I'm gonna need that. No, no. I mean, I respect it. Yeah. Now nah, he saw the lights. He saw the curtains. My car's he's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, wait, they're here a little bit longer than usual. What's going on in there? Yeah. yeah. No, Once not. he saw this space was being used, this that check get, was coming up to give y'all a rundown. I'm gonna be transparent with y'all. We haven't actually paid for this Alphaland room. Like, technically, we're using this room right now without paying. So, shout out CG for shout that. Shout out CG, man. You don't know this yet, but yeah, we're Mind using the, we're using the room. When you see this on YouTube, and you get if you get to this part, yeah, or someone uh, clips it and sends it to you, someone's definitely sending this to CG. <laughs> we haven't paid the invoice, my brother. The invoice is definitely still pending. <laughs> the invoice is yeah. definitely still pending. In honor of that, in honor of that coming in, I had to open up Alani new. Yeah, just because <laughs> I know that <laughs> that invoice is gonna be pending. But. Send it again. We sent it. We sent <laughs> yeah, it up, no man. cap. We were like, "Yo, bro, we sent it." Like, what do you mean you didn't get it? <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll handle that pretty soon. Be I like, need, "Nah, bro, it left my account, man." Like, you gotta hit up your bank. Is there a way you can pause this? I need pee. Yeah, bro. So I do I. Like, so yeah, like so like we're gonna take a quick little break. <laughs> yeah, quick little like, break, and then I'm we'll run it back. Trying you know? to like focus. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I have to pee really Whoa. badly. That was like, yeah. Woo. I have to pee so bad. Gosh, man, that was fucking. Bin Baka Eki from Time G. Man, the urine was literally about to flow out of my yeah. urethra. Are we back? Oh, I was like, geez, that was pretty crazy to just drop. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this Alani New is this flavor in particular is growing on me. <clears throat> they are heavy though. They're like heavy. You're good? Ready on three. You should just keep all that in. Yeah, you should. We're back. Can you? Oh, okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Alright, we're back, eh? Once again, this podcast is brought to you by the frozen lemonade flavor, Lelani Seltz. Squeeze the day, sit back and relax. Son of a peach. Son of a peach. <sighs> Yo, I know Hayden's watching this like, wow. Yeah, Hayden, the sales just went up. No cap. Yo, our 2,000 followers, <laughs> like with the 5K people that watch this, oh, no. everyone should go, Lelani Seltz code uh, Power Radio. Yes, sir. I know that they're already at like a thousand percent in sales. This probably brought them up to a thousand point one. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, might might actually be a thousand point two. Like just based on the second the second wave of like we just got them their last convenience store in yeah. Houston, Texas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh boy, just hit him up, Shane's friend. He's like, "Yo, I saw it on the Anaka Power Radio podcast." Are you being serious? Yeah, he just hit him up. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh. I was like, damn, that's quick. <laughs> That'd be wavy. He will though. He will though. He will. We'll get him. We'll get him in there. Uh before before we get back, I gotta say, man, the restrooms at Alpha Land. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. A one. I gotta say, uh, Alpha Land is gonna be it's gonna be top tier. Like I'm sure people want to hear about that. Like, this is a fucking state of the art yeah. establishment. Like I guess I'll give my. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we should. It's been a wild. It's Christian, been a brazy. It's been right? a wild ride, man. Christian, I love you, man. 
Yeah. Christian knows I love him. Just say that before, you know? <laughs> Just let it's them know we, we both love and respect CG a lot. This is how long this has been going on. So when we signed on the trailer, the tr- when we signed on the trucker park, the trucker park in like little Mexico that we ran a knockout of for like a, for like four months out in like El Paso. Um, when we signed on that in 2019, Alfleet was like a thought, and I think he had just signed on Alfleet. It was like the end of 2019, and he had just signed on Alfland. And I remember walking this place and just saying to myself, "How in the hell is this gonna work? Like how, how?" And at the time, he kept saying this was gonna take six to seven months to do. This is 2019, six to seven months to do. We're in 2021, and it still has. I mean, it's, it's damn near done yeah, now, but it, it still hasn't opened. And I think this was just a learning experience for everyone, most importantly Christian. But when you walked this place in 2019, you saw how ugly and brown and outdated yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it looked like depressing. It was very depressing, and you were just like, "Damn, no wonder the company before this was just like." Yeah, it failed. Like, yeah, nobody would, wanted to work. I wouldn't work if I came here either. Nah. Like this place was trash. Yeah, but Christian, like, to be honest, since knowing Christian since day one, I've always told people that if there's any time you doubt yourself or you feel like you can't do anything yeah. or you're scared to take a huge leap of just like faith on a huge project, business venture, whatever it may be, maybe asking a girl out at school or asking a girl at the fucking gym. I don't know. That shit don't bother girls. Yeah, at not gym. at the gym, don't man. Do the gym. Don't That's do that. Whack. The but gym is like not way. <laughs> it's not way. Like, yo, get her IG, <laughs> like somehow finesse the IG through like mutual followers and then yeah. like, the perfect the perfect way is just swipe up with the reaction. Or that's the best way to test a temp for girls, in my opinion. Go to the check-in desk at LA Fitness and ask them for a photo picture and the person's name, and scroll through it and find that person's name, and then look them up on IG. I haven't done that, but I've I've seen people. I've heard of people just to do say it. that. I know you've done it before. <laughs> no, I have. He's like, yo, do you by chance like have like the. <laughs> Never do that. Have the account details? Like, no, do you know no. where she lives? Like, I, I, she's my friend, actually. I've done that. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's done. Yo, you know, someone's done some wild shit if they're like, yo, I will say. No, I've said Actually, that, on second thought, I won't say. I used to work at LA Fitness, so you can kind of put two and two together. Um, but <laughs> uh, my first job, actually, in life was oh, at LA Fitness. Man. I was a friend desk person. But back going back to what I say, if you're ever someone that that doubts himself and just struggles with like confidence. Christian Guzman is probably the riskiest, ballsiest motherfucker that I know till this day to take on a project this big. If you guys have never been in Alpha Land, it is a fucking town within a town to take on a project this big and stick to it and use your own money for two years and pretty much suck yourself dry. Pause, 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 pause to suck yourself dry. Pause again for two years and to come out on top still yeah. after two years of sucking yourself dry pause it is truly amazing it's truly inspiring like if you come here and you <laughs> wow. see this you're going to be surprised this place is yeah. absolutely phenomenal beautiful from the, the ground up from the moment you step step foot on this property to the moment you step out to the very very back of it every corner every aspect attention to detail has been phenomenal yeah um Huge shout out to Anthony, the the not this ant, the other Anthony that the project. Huge shout out to this ant too, though. Yes, huge shout out to ant too. But this place is beautiful, man. I can't really, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it's very hard to describe it. When remember somebody asked me like, oh, uh, yeah, 
they asked me the other day, like, yo, like, how do you, how do you explain this to someone who has no idea? I'm like, this is like an amusement park for like fitness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think going back to Christian, man, when I met him, it was kind of like, at, like not the best point, but one thing I'll know and say forever is like, he's a visionary. Like when people say like someone's like Kanye level, Jeff Bezos level, like Bill Gates level of mentality, like it's very hard for me to believe it. But Christian, Christian is like yeah, he, he is that. that he possesses that. Chris sure. Christian is cut from that same like Kanye <laughs> West cloth of just like yeah. He sees a vision and he's gonna bring it to life no matter what, because his vision like there was multiple times when I was just like yo there's this shit's not working absolutely no chance. <laughs> this gets shit ain't open. gonna work like bro when know. COVID when COVID like really hit, I was like okay there's no way there's there's this is going to be a failed venture. Like, and it's fine. He can recover, but it's going to be failed venture. Christian is cut from the cloth of like, no, he doesn't allow failure to happen. And I think it's like, when you see it in real life, it's pretty like inspirational because it's like, yo, this is like a true visionary who saw something that no one else saw and he's bringing it to life. And now we're in it. Like we're literally in an office that he, like he saw the vision and made it happen. And that's why people like myself, Max, Heidi, in my opinion, that's why we're all also so successful because we're able to follow the blueprint and we're able to kind of believe in ourselves extra because we're seeing someone who has come from all avenues of life and, and he's doing it himself. He's, he's, he's putting his foot forward and he's making sure everything gets done. Um, there's been a lot of times where I am iffy about submitting a transfer to a bank account for a product that's gonna take six months to produce and I'm not gonna see the money back. But when I think about the balls that Christian has, pause that. When I think about his guts, <laughs> whoa. There's okay. really no good way to say what, you, <laughs> what you're thinking, man. There's really no good way to yeah, say I've that. I've never seen his guts, I've never yeah, seen Yeah, just thinking but of any of those is When just I think crazy. about his determination yeah, and willpower, there, we go. there, there we it go. is. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah there it is. When wow. I think about his determination and willpower, to, to, to get things done and see through it, I, I, I honestly just say fuck it and I do it. Yeah. And sometimes I, I even go over it. Like this year has been the most ballsy year. Yeah. And it's because I have Alpha Land, an 18 acre project behind our warehouse is literally yeah, fucking. Yeah, a street away. Yeah. Like 20, being, 20, 20 being built away. and cooked up. And I'm like, you know, if he, if he can take the, the risk, I can take the risk. Yeah. So that's just a little. Side note to Side Christian note and, and Alpha Christian. Land. Yeah. yeah. I just based off of how nice the restrooms are, like it just led us in that tangent because the, the restrooms are phenomenal. So, uh, yeah. But <laughs> completely side note leads me into one of the last questions I want to ask before we, you know, talk about other things is someone said, uh, what, like, what, um, like funny moments within, like, building Anaka that have led the company closer it was like a, it was it was like, I don't I can't explain what the question was asking but like funny moments that brought the team together like further but like actual ones that we remember like not just like every day but like you know like one of those moments or within building the team not just funny moments I guess but like moments that have like really helped build the team I think the first Disney trip was like when I was like that's that's when I realized okay like we're really here. Not even really here, but like, damn, all right. They really fuck with us. Because like at that point, I had been working for you maybe six months, I think. Mm -hmm. And then we had um, 
Definitely, yeah, definitely Disney. I think Disney because it was only it was it was literally only me, you, Sam, and uh, Noah. Noah. Yeah, and then Casey. Peace. Yeah, RP yeah. Noah. Shout out Noah, RP. At the same time, peace, he's definitely watching this. No, if you're watching this, man. Rest in peace, brother. <laughs> Yo, this is the first time we publicly talk about it, man. But if, if you're watching, <laughs> nobody knows. Like nobody knows who Noah is, so nobody understands this. But if you're watching this, man, shouts out for real. Yeah, for real, man. What are you doing? Shout out. Bless up, bro. For real. Bless up. But yeah, it was just us at that moment, and I feel like that was kind of like, wow, okay, like because I knew personally that you you were you know your my best interest was like yours, but when you took us to Disney or you and Sam took us to Disney, I was like, damn, like this isn't a normal type of like you just come to work and and leave, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, Disney trip was something that me and Sam literally planned like a week before. <laughs> yeah, that was that was terrible. But it was planning. easy because it was just four people. Yeah. Um, fun ass trip, amazing ass trip, had a great time. And ever since then, we've made it like an annual trip. We've gone like 2019, 2020, and now we're about to go again. 2021. Next week. Yeah. And next week we're about to go again. So yeah, those are the, uh, if you ever have a company, definitely recommend you planning and strategizing some sort of like yearly or annual event that kind of brings a team together where y'all just have fun and just don't think about work. Don't talk about work. And just fucking vibe out. I think that's the biggest part. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, all the team building things come from... I mean, team building happens day to day, obviously. But I think the trips have... Because, I mean, I've experienced the Disney one. And then 2020, we really didn't. 2020 was your show. Like, that wasn't, like, a team event. Because Sam... Me and Sam didn't go to that. Oh, you didn't go in 2020? Nah. That was, like, your show only. Oh, okay. Like, 2020, we really didn't take any trips. Oh, no. Yeah, we did. Breckenridge. Yeah, we did. So, Breckenridge was, like, content... And then 2021 was 2021. Well, yeah, like beginning of 2021. So like beginning of beginning of 2021. And then uh, now it was 2020. It was the end of 2020 before because we did New Year's at your house. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we did 2021 uh, Vegas, Miami, Miami again, Miami again. (laughs) Then we did Washington. Now we're going to go Orlando. Washington was like a little just us but i think the trips definitely because it's like you're not stressed with work and you're just with like you're with your homies and you're having fun and i think yeah like i know in orlando the very first time hilarious hilarious is when we ate at hard rock right mm-hmm. we, we ate at hard rock and like up until this point in the trip at every dinner that we went to we were telling them it was somebody else's like birthday and this just happened to be after Universal, so at Universal, we rode every single ride, like everything. We were tired, and nobody, no place was open besides Hard Rock. And I don't think it was Hard Rock. It was uh, Planet Hollywood. It was one of the, yeah, like one of that, like kind of like a, like disgusting a, food, man. you know, like those, like, like it's not good restaurant food, but like families go to, like, because it's quick. And because of like the big ass screen that they show movies. Yeah. And, show. yeah. and so we were there at Universal. I'll never forget this. Everyone's tired. The drinks were like so sugary. It gave everyone a headache. The food was taking forever. Like everyone was in a bad mood. Chicken was like not even done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey's Casey's chicken was like yeah. cold. And prior to even getting there, we had already told our waiter like it was Shawley's birthday. And so like we didn't know that the experience was gonna be bad. And everyone at the table is just like upset, ready to go. We get the check. And they're like, oh, yo, wait a minute. 
And then, like, the whole crew comes out and sings happy birthday to Shali. And everyone's just, like, so upset. Like, Shali's face is just, like. I remember that. Yeah. I was pretty upset. <laughs> and, but, like, we had already committed to it. So, we couldn't <coughs> say it. Like, we couldn't do it. So, I mean, that was one of the funny moments from that trip. I think those moments are kind of, like, team builders in a sense. I think that's why we. It's, that question is hard because we've had so many funny moments. Yeah. I we mean, have funny uh, moments day to day. day so, it's like, yeah. Day. So, I think that's why a, a beautiful reason why we started our YouTube channel. The Inocupy yeah. team channel because we all kind of realize that like damn there's so much that we're missing that we should be filming exactly and uploading let's exactly. keep that going. Let's, let's let's capture these moments at least some of these moments throw them on the YouTube so people can experience it with us like, as as yeah. well so exactly that way like everyone who's watching this like you feel a part of like this whole process because obviously like me and Charlie are part of it and everyone else on the team's a part of it but you guys actually like make it possible by supporting us like nothing else. Like, no matter what, none of this is possible unless you guys support us and, you know, like the clothing and buy it and wear it and tell your friends about it. So one of my things that I like to do is, like, somehow, some way, shape or form, let you guys know on a deeper level than just saying it. So you can feel it when you watch our YouTube videos and you keep up with it. Uh, you're in the Discord and you're meeting new people and you're talking about new things, watching this podcast. Like, all these little avenues, like pop-ups and stuff, is, like, ways that you guys can meet us or talk to us and have direct contact to us in some way, shape or form. Like in the discord, me and Shali are pretty active. So like Shali, I th the other day you were like recommending shows for people and stuff. So it's like n typically CEOs and like influencers aren't really conversing in that way. And you know, he might not respond to every DM, but if you just so happen to catch him in the cord, you can definitely it's, talk it's to him. It's really me. I don't have like a fucking yeah. uh, assistant or some shit. Yeah. Someone yeah. That talks for me He's literally in there like recommending shows and stuff. So all these things are for you guys to like, feel a part of what you're also building because you're a very essential part if not the most important part to building all this is you guys so and i like i like what we've built i feel like we have like a really strong fan base yeah i wouldn't say fan base a really strong like just like family, family yeah like like <clears throat> i could say that in almost every city every state yeah we can we can locate a city where we can kind of put together like a small group of people that really fuck with us you know yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty important because when we started, I didn't think I think I didn't think it was going to be like that. So now we're at that point now where like we're growing that fast and yeah, all the projects we have going on and in the, in the works right now, I think it's only going to get better. Only going to get better. Yeah, 100 percent. So, I mean, thank every single one of you guys who watched up to this point. I think now I kind of want to pivot into what. Like, that was a pretty good intro of, like, what to expect from the podcast and the story of Anaka. It was a long-ass intro. Yeah. I mean, not an intro. This is, like, an intro episode. But I kind of want to pivot into, like, what to expect on the day-to-day. -day. Uh, kind of, like, current events, you know, things that we're interested in, obviously. And, um, like, obviously, we'll have guests. So, if you have guest requests, you can send it in the podcast, on the YouTube channel, wherever. But day-to-day, uh, -day, just me and Shali, it's going to be pretty much pop culture current events things about the business and uh so on and so forth shoot the shits like yeah the astros right now I know, yeah I know all that's why I, dude i'm wearing the full <laughs> houston you know it's crazy a majority of america hates the astros if not 85 percent to like 90 percent yeah, yeah that's that's insane Pretty so crazy we're in the world series they survived last night somehow some way the series is now three two game six is tomorrow i'm going for sure I don't know if Serge, are you going? Serge is going. I don't know. Are you going? Probably not. Probably not. Those tickets are fucking brazy. Yeah, like I don't. I'm not like a like a you know, 
like an Astros fan to the point of like, yo, yeah. I'll drop out and buy these tickets. No. If it was the Lakers game six and it just so happened to be in Houston, yeah. Yeah. But like there's not really a sports team I'm that committed to besides the Lakers. Yeah. Like I like the Astros and I support them obviously because I'm from Houston, but I'm not like a yo, go Strohs, like know the whole lineup type of guy. It's funny because I don't really like I think this series has led you to it, be an Astros fan though. No, I, or this whole playoffs, I think you've really connected on a different level. No, I think it's like this for me every single year when they make it to the playoffs. Like 2017, yeah. when they make yeah, it to the world. playoffs yeah. and World Series. Yeah. 2017, I was super invested. 2019, I was super invested. Last yeah. year, I was super invested. Oh, shit. What the hell? This year, <laughs> this year, I was really, uh, I was super invested. So it's fun, man. I think baseball is really fun in the playoffs in the World Series. Like, yeah. tomorrow I'm going by myself. I told Casey that I can't. Like, she Luckily, not no. She has a class. She's teaching. So I'm literally going by myself. Like, I'm not going with it. I'm going by myself. Sounds interesting. So it's going to be an interesting night for sure. Just you sitting alone? Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Clapping and shit? Yeah. Yeah, High-fiving friends. You know, like in the crowd, you'd be high-fiving people and shit? Maybe I'll get get Sam to go with me or something. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, those tickets are like starting at like 2,000. Yeah. But the cool thing is... and 7? Yeah. Tomorrow is going to be more so of a game-time decision. Yeah, but if they if they go if they go game seven, oh yeah, seven seven's a must. I I'm feel so like spending whatever the hell seven seven spend. seven is definitely a must. That's why I'm questioning I'm in like the ballistic. game six. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm going, but it's ballistic. like yo, if they because honestly, like yo, if they lose game six, like you wouldn't even want to been there, you know? Yeah, but I also don't, it's kind of oh, depressing. It'd be cool to see their to last see them game. winning. Yeah, but I'm saying like if they win game six, then you can go to game seven. We'll see. I kind of yeah. I kind of want to see how I feel when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, I feel that. What time is that? Seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, you have time to decide, get a little workout in and stuff. But yeah, game six, game six is dope. Um, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think's happening? You think they're winning it? I feel like they have to win game six. Like, if you win game six, then obviously you win game seven, in my opinion. I think the Astros perform well with their backs against the wall. Yeah. Would you say the same thing, Sergio? Like when when they're under pressure, like yesterday when they started off with the grand slam. <sighs> I was so I was close to turning off the TV. I literally did. But for some reason, I was like, you know what? The game's still early. Let me just let me just hang on and watch a little bit longer. And they literally caught back up within like two innings. And I was just like, damn, we got ourselves a ball game. And then, yeah, you're a baseball. For fan. me, for I remember real. they kept saying, <laughs> <laughs> we got ourselves a ball game. <laughs> He's a baseball fan for real. Over here. I remember them interviewing Dusty, and they said that like. His, he said that his team isn't, like, scared to perform when it comes to, like, pressure. Clutch moments, yeah. Clutch moments. Like, they perform well under pressure, and, like, everyone's confident in winning. And I remember I was just like, man, like, I was like, God, if this if this is if this is their series to win or their game to win, yeah, let every player play to the best of their ability. And all the players that were not playing as good yeah, they stepped, stepped up. up they finally did step up. Really well yesterday. Yeah, they did finally step and up. And it was probably the most one of the most entertaining games ever. It was yeah. fun, man. It was after it was after so the fun. Grand Slam. After the Grand Slam, I was like, "All right, this is." I text you on the chat. I was like, "All right, this is done. Like, good good series, boys." But we're out of here. Yeah. I literally put on uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, watched the full movie. I put on Hocus Pocus. Then I checked my phone. I was like, "Oh, damn! It's like five four at this point." So from five four or six four, I think I pretty much watched the end of the game, and it was pretty exciting. Like growing up, my brother played baseball, so I'm not really like that into baseball because I saw it so much, but. I'll tap in for Astros game. Like outside of that, like am I? If the Astros were in the World Series, like honestly, Absolutely I wouldn't be watching not. it. Yeah, like I wouldn't. I really, I maybe tap into Game Seven, but like other than that, 
for Houston, it's the last hope we have. The Texans, yeah, suck. the Rockets, are, the Rockets are the Rockets are in a rebuilding phase though. And I, I respect where yeah. I respect where the Rockets are right now. I hope that they continue to make good decisions. Yeah, they got but dude, the, the Lakers, Texans suck. The Lakers destroyed them last yeah, they night. Did. That was but a good game for us. The Astros are probably the only team that give us like could give the city of yeah. Houston some sort of hope and happiness. A hundred percent. When it comes to sports, yeah. even the Texans, the Texans are pretty. But I mean, I've heard like they're gonna get they're gonna trade Deshaun Watson. But like, so supposedly they were in conversation with Miami, and then Miami that. was like, "Oh, we want to wait until his like allegations go away." Yeah, I don't really see the allegations going away anytime soon, though. Yeah, that's a touchy so, subject. But yeah, yeah. Nah, I, so I mean, hopefully, hopefully he can come back. And, yeah, and, and, and I be, mean, be yeah. the be the star that he was. Um, right. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, I saw Deshaun Watson was in trade talks. Hopefully that can get done sometime soon. Yeah. But yeah, the Texans are pretty much hopeless at this point. And yeah, then zero. the Rockets are in rebuild mode fully. Rebuild foes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so how are you feeling about the Lakers coming off a win? I mean, you're a Lakers fan, but... You know what? It's funny. I actually looked at the Western Conference, and no team is doing that. I mean, a lot of teams are, like, having a rough start. Like yeah. The Suns are doing pretty bad. The Suns are doing pretty weak right um, now. Obviously, the Rockets are doing really bad. Uh, the Lakers are, are tied. The Warriors were nice, though. The Warriors, the Warriors are first are nice. place. Yeah. The Lakers are tied in sixth place right now. And honestly, like, I who's, thought. Who's second in the West? I, I can't remember. Yeah. But um, I thought they got up to a really bad start, which they did. But, I mean, I think teams are just starting to figure themselves out. There was a lot of trades, yeah. a lot of movement a lot in the offseason. So, like, teams are starting to figure themselves out. And I think the Lakers, with these, these easy wins that they have the last couple of games. It builds them up. It's helping them. I think they play again at night. Yeah. They play again. They play the Rockets again at night. I think these easy wins are giving them confidence because it's putting dubs on the board. And then two, you're starting to see these, you're starting to see them click more. You're starting to yeah. see Russell kind of find his groove a little bit. Still has a lot of way, a long way to go. You're starting to see LeBron get comfortable with who he's playing with. AD's getting comfortable. We have the players that are slowly coming back from injury. Yeah. Um, Carmelo's hooping. Dude, yeah, it's so surprising. Hooping. Like, I wanted him to do this hooping. well, but it's insane to see him do this well at this point in his career. Hooping. Like, growing up, he was one of my favorite favorite players, so it's, like, dope to see him on the Lakers doing his thing. I haven't seen him shoot this well since, Bro. like, NY. He's NY. knocked down. Like, like if he's at the three-point line and they pass to him, I'm like, oh, this is going in. Yeah, it's like seven Bro, he went insane. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's very nostalgic, especially for me coming growing up and, and – Seeing him play for the Knicks and the Nuggets, like yeah, it's truly insane to watch. Like I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm ex- and LeBron, LeBron yeah, is LeBron's still nice. Year 19, that's, the, that's the, pretty insane. The play yesterday where he's he stole it, and I think Jalen Green was chasing him down and trying to block it. Someone, someone, one of those young players were chasing him down, and you kind of in that in that moment you're like watching the TV screen and you're seeing LeBron dribble, dribble the ball, fast pace with the ball in his hand, dribbling the ball, obviously. And he's going super fast. Like he's yeah, still, it's pretty insane. He's still running like he's a rookie. Yeah. And he's able to double clutch up and under on a fast break with yeah, two or three lot. defenders behind him. Not even not just a normal layup, not just like a normal put down. Yeah, the double clutch. A double clutch under on a fast break with pressure. I don't know if many of y'all play basketball that listen, but to do that in pressure on a fast break, yeah, that's pretty insane. different breed. Year 19, yeah. 36, going on 37, different breed different breed yeah that's a question for me is when do y'all think he's gonna retire i think his main goal is to at least play with brawny which is like two years yeah like i don't know if he's gonna if he wants to get a ring with brawny but like if he can play with brawny for at least one season and call it quits like he's chilling yeah but it's just like it's a it's a it's a thing of like where is he gonna end his career 
because it's kind of like Tom Brady. Yeah, like Tom Brady going to the Bucks was like crazy, but if you like, you're still able to win. He won a ring and he can play for one this year. I mean, Brady, did you see? Did you see the game last night Very when bad. he lost it? Yeah, he had that many, was interesting. I think he had two. I know yeah. one was a pick six to close out the game. Like it was like the final drive. Like I think he had like three. It was like the yo, like Brady. Brady's in New Orleans, last drive to win the game. Like he's gonna win it. Granted, New Orleans has next defense, play, but bro. Next play throws a pick six. Yeah. I was like, damn. I don't think. I mean, I don't think that's an indicator of his point in his career. Like uh, he's been playing well all season, so it's like yeah. It's not. An I think indicator. it was just like a bad game. Very bad game. Like a surprisingly bad game, but it, mean, it is Brady. what it is. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really think that would happen. But yeah, I think you can compare. I think obviously when it comes to sports. LeBron James, if he were to get one more ring, it would be I would feel even more comfortable saying this. He's essentially the Tom Brady of basketball. Yeah. Um, as far as just longevity, being able to perform at a top level, yeah, elite level, not just getting old and kind of playing in the NBA just to play in the NBA and say, Yeah, hundred percent. LeBron Facts. is still top five, top three in the NBA right now and performing at a top top level yeah that's fact tom brady is still top three top two in the nfl right now performing and performing yeah. at a top level i mean you have to give him top three he just won mm -hmm. a fucking super bowl super bowl ring last he's, year i mean I, I honestly feel like he's, he's number, number one, one. Yeah. based off mahomes year like yeah. everyone always wants to say like well honestly rogers is going crazy this year too he is he's gonna he's, he's gaining he's gaining yeah, he his is. respect back he is he is people forgot about him but he's back yeah he's back for i'd sure. still i'd still personally put brady over rogers like obviously all time as well percent. but yeah, I mean, at this current moment, he's, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the league still. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And so I'd say LeBron is probably top three, if not top two small forwards in the league. I wouldn't put him at – I don't know. Not, Bron, in my opinion, is still top five players in the league, but definitely not number one. I feel like Giannis is number one at this point. Right now in today's NBA, and yeah. I'm, a, I'm a LeBron stan. I, Same. Just the surface with, with, with the given surface With the given circumstances – him winning the ring last year and doing what, putting up yeah, 40, man. 40 points damn near every single game yeah, come in on. the NBA finals. I have let's, to, yeah, let's be real. I have to respect it. I can't. I, I, we got to be real here. I used to, I used to, I, I lost faith in Giannis, but the way he performed last year, I remember just like sitting back and saying, you know what? This guy deserves all the respect yeah, plus 100%, more. 100%. He led that team to a championship by himself. Put the team on his back. Literally. Dropped 40 points damn near every single night. He's the best player in the NBA right now. Yeah. I put LeBron at second. Right now. Not all time. Right now, LeBron at second. So that's yeah. where I stand on that. I think, uh, what was I going to say? I think, uh, oh, yeah, watching him play last night, the plays of him when he scored on the, Bro. was it the Timberwolves? Yeah, when it was four. Four players. Literally four people, like four actual people. Like four legit human beings were trying to stop him from scoring. And they like he put it up, and then it it came back like he literally put it off the glass like he euroed, threw the ball onto the glass and then alley ooped himself on four people. I wonder if he like got an assist, bro, a rebound. And he a should point on that. He should one hundred percent because like he, he should he rebounded it. And he, he, damn near, it he damn near assisted to himself, and bro. he scored and he did it on four people. That that should be worth four points. four young, thriving players four. Yeah, like, you know, you know, I, I just want to take a moment to say that we had this conversation the other day and someone said that Sean Kemp, <laughs> yeah. Sean Kemp could stop Giannis. Shout out Mateo. That was so wild, man. Yeah. Sean Kemp, it literally took you four to humans. Him, you have to give them the backstory on that that story, how he, he, we were talking about young NBA and today's NBA. 
and he he like emerged from his office. Yeah, he, he like rose from his office, like like literally. So we're having the conversation in the conference room. It was me, Shali, Emilio. I think Will was there. We we're just kind of like chatting it up, but like we weren't really debating anything because it was just facts. And Matt comes from his office like just out of nowhere. Nobody nobody even knew he was there at the point. Y'all are tripping. It's like yo what. <laughs> He was like, man, like, did y'all watch? Le- uh, did y'all watch Michael? Like, did you, did you? I was like, yo, man. I, no disrespect to Matt, but I, I just, when people. Yeah, no disrespect to Matt. Obviously, Matt, <laughs> you're going to watch this. No disrespect. You were here earlier. No disrespect, man. When people come in with that, like, whole, like, back in their day, back, uh, back yeah. in that day, like, <laughs> for me, it's like. They didn't even have Instagram back then. <laughs> like, I can't respect that, man. Dude, if you're doing something before Instagram was made, like how important was it? You know, you couldn't even post about it. But even in the, in, in, like for me, I've watched a couple of games from back then, and I've watched highlights. I think majority of America and, and the world basketball fans today, they've watched more so highlights that pop up on Instagram. But if you go back and you watch some of the games on like NBA, a full game, NBA yeah, TV or YouTube TV or yeah. YouTube, sorry, if you watch those games and you see the you see the Sloppy. players, like you can take a second stringer. Off of a team like, let's say, the Hornets, the Hornets, or like the Grizzlies, or the Warriors. At that, you could take a young, talented player off the Warriors' second string or of the bench, or whatever, and you could put them against an average Joe that started back when Jordan played, yeah, but wasn't really good. And I'm taking the the player of today, yeah, hundred percent, because I mean, he's 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 destroying them. It's almost like is it, I might sound dumb, but it's almost like evolution. Like we're, we're yeah, I mean you get better, right? Like we're obviously. stronger, we're more athletic, we're we understand basketball more. There's yeah. so many different ways. Though. You so build many, off like what was before you. you so many I mean? different avenues. Like we're just we're just all around more athletic. Like bro, if you put Joe Harris into the NBA back then, he's lined up and he's oh, the best yeah. small forward of all time. Oh yeah, and like you compare it to the Joe Harris's of back then, like, yeah. they had no athletic ability. Exactly. All they could do was shoot. Exactly. Zero athletic exactly. ability. Exactly. There was only a few amount of players that could move the way that players move today. Exactly. Now it's like normal. I wouldn't say few, but it, it doesn't... They weren't really moving like this. Like if you, yeah. really, if you really go back and look, like prior to... Man, the athleticism today in, in today's NBA it's with pretty all these in, young insane. players, man. Bro, job did, did you, you remember when John Morant was playing the Lakers and he he, he comes up on the left side and yeah. he's about to get blocked. He comes all the way, comes over to the right side of the rim and lays it up. Back then... Nobody's doing that besides maybe Michael Jordan. If Michael Jordan did that back then, it was like, oh shit, Michael can do it. Or even before that, Dominique Wilkins. Like, players having that much hang time. And yeah, in the air. Penny Hardaway. Like, you just don't... You, it's... It, it's now it's more common. Back then it was like a it was like a penny in a what is it called? No, a needle in a haystack. Oh, there it is. Yep, there it is. <laughs> almost, a penny in a. I almost like, fucked that one up. I was like, what? Yeah, that was. That was Where bad. are you going with that? Like a, a penny in a. Water Back then water? it was a needle in a haystack. Today yeah, I feel it's that. like now it's like everything. Every now game, it's the haystack. Every game you're seeing someone do some sort of yeah. crazy athletic ass move. Yeah, and you're just like damn, that was a good move. Exactly. All right, next one. Maybe, maybe I mean to be devil's advocate, maybe it's just like broadcasted more. You know what I mean? Back then, like, who was broadcasting this shit? Bro, no, you could just look at the player. Like, well, no, yeah, no I mean, offense. Yeah. You can, no, no, no. You yeah, I mean, I agree at, with that point. But look yeah. at the build of a player from the '90s, late '80s, and look at the build of a player today. Like, come on, no, <laughs> yeah. don't argue with me that the NBA isn't more athletic today. No, nah, no, nah, that's facts. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying maybe heads. it was more broadcasted. You know, JJ Reddick actually said something the other day. You saw that? Nah, he was just like, I don't really care about I, JJ Reddick. Yeah, 
respect. No, no what do you say? What do you say though? You got to put some respect on J.D. Reddick's name. I'm not gonna lie. Duke All Star. Nah, he is. He's a legend. But what do you say though? Um, came on. He, I think. I think now he's a coach for like the Orlando Magic or some shit. I don't know what he does, but he's not in the NBA anymore. I think he retired. Yeah. Uh, he came on and and they were interviewing him. Camera died. Good. Um. He came on the, the 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 NBA on the TV. He was doing like a press conference, and he was saying how like he hates how a lot of old heads will say that we could a lot of our players today wouldn't survive back oh, in yeah. the time. Respect. And he was like, bro, like, can you look at what's? Can you look at the players today? Like, it's very yeah. annoying. Like, a lot of them, a lot of those old heads wouldn't survive in today's NBA. Yeah, they wouldn't. Let's, they be, wouldn't. let's be real. Come on. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a. Sean Kemp is though. great. Don't get me wrong. Sean Kemp is a fucking. He's Phenom. like maybe like all time top ten power forward. Oh like yeah, like six to ten though. Like if you really break down power forwards, like all time, out of respect of me Sam not Duncan, understanding it, Dirk, like shit. You AD's obviously better than him all time. Like, I would yeah yeah you're bro right. AD come on six to ten you're right That's six fair. to ten man five or six to ten. Sean yeah. Kemp is great though, a legend. Wasn't yeah, Charles, Charles, Kemp, Bar- Charles Barkley was yeah the power Charles forward. yeah come on man Charles Barkley's up there. Like six to ten for sure, maybe yeah. more towards like eight to ten. Yeah, like if we really sat down and looked at power forwards all the time, like yeah. come on. Anyways, what else is going on in this world today? Um, Yo, Facebook. Metaverse. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, let's not get into that one. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. Now, Metaverse though. What's the what's? But well, I I do want to get into that one actually. So let's go, Brandon. Is what a is meme. That? So it's a song that I guess a country rapper. I I didn't really. I, I didn't really understand it until I, saw I listened Hayden to got the song. Scrutinized for it. Yeah, so I listened to the song, and he's basically uh, anti-Biden, pretty much. Like, not to get too in depth of what he was saying for you know obvious reasons. Why? He, what are the reasons? Uh, I mean, just <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> what? He was like straight anti-Biden. I mean, pretty publicized. You know what I mean? Like, pretty. It was. It was pretty anti-Biden. The song. Everyone has their own opinion. Nah, for sure. It just. <laughs> what? What? Like, what is? What is? What is? I was just. You know, he was just like he was saying things that. Give me an example of what he, like one thing he said. He was just. He was very like MAGA, MAGA Ford. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. We don't get it. But yeah, I never really understood the. I don't. I, I, for those of y'all watching, I don't understand what that is. I just I've heard the song and yeah, it just stuck in my head. I haven't heard the whole song. I just I heard that yeah. part of the song. So I mean, basically, this rapper. I thought it was a country rapper. I don't know. Uh, I think it's a country guy that did a rap song. I think so. That's what I think. The name but, like Bryson Gray. Yeah, Bryson Gray is pretty. It could be wavy though, but uh, I, I guess he made a song anti-vax, anti uh, Joe Biden. From what from what I understood, I don't know, but from what I understood, it was pretty anti-vaccine, pretty anti-Joe Biden. Tough subject. Yeah, and so, but that's it's a current event. You know, I don't have an opinion on it. I don't really, I don't really care for. You do. You just don't want to say it. No, I, I really don't. I really don't care for. I really don't <laughs> that's care. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay. Some some things you don't say. You know, that's how life works. But hey, um, no, I really, I really don't care. Right. I really I really don't care for the song. I really don't care for mm-hmm. any of that conversation. But uh yeah, it's it's going pretty viral. I saw on, on Hayden's story one of his neighbors put it like on a pumpkin. So that's, I guess I guess that's like a powerful. But that's what made me want to look into because I was like, Man, I've seen this shit. What everywhere. is this? Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. Is what is it? So now that I've really seen it everywhere now, I'm I'm gonna definitely look into it and kind of see 
Yeah, I it guess like, it's it just like Christian Shadow. Yeah, it does look like it. Right. But it, Peacock. I don't, I don't think see that's, that's him. No, it's not him. That's that has to be Anthony. Woo, SCG. Uh, do we yo, we just go holler at him, get him on here, eh? What is he doing? Oh shit. Nah. Yo, CG has a guest, man. Like this if you like this video right now and you comment uh what should they comment for CG as a guest? CG. CG, if you comment CG, we're gonna make him be a guest. Let's go Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Let's go Brandon. And we're gonna also have him perform Let's Go Brandon. Let's go Brandon. Brandon. He loved that. I song. don't understand what I don't understand like what is Let's Go What <laughs> What is Brandon? Who is Brandon? I don't know. That's why oh, we have to listen to the song. Yeah, it might be. Yo, so I'm going to play it and just cut the audio? No, we can keep the audio in there, right? Nah, for copyright, right? So I'll just play it real quick. Oh. Uh -oh. Interesting song. Yeah, the song was uh, pretty. Interesting song, man. Like, it wasn't a bad song. I'll say that. Like, the, the hook was pretty catchy. Yeah, let's I'm, go Brandon, Brandon, yeah. Brandon. Let's the I mean the lyrics and shit I I, I really don't care for. Like I, I think sometimes like making a political statement, which this is just my opinion, and my opinion is pretty it's pretty like cringe. Like making a political statement in a song, like maybe it's powerful to some people, but to me it's damn, to me it's kinda cringe. Definitely cut that up. Not, bro, that's not even bad. It's just saying making a political statement, whether it's what no matter the side, it's pretty cringe. In like a song, like it's just kind of force. Mm. It could be powerful to some people though. I if just you, think if you, if you roll it out in a wavy way, it's not that bad. Yeah, if you do I, like a subtle like boom boom, like a subtle like yeah, drum. like a little yeah, like two lyrics. Yeah, I mean two like two bars max, but like a full song of like, yo, this is my side. Like I'm not listening to it. I don't really care for. It. I listen to music for like the song sounded good though. Entertainment. It wasn't a bad put together song. The song sounded really good. It's catchy. Like, Rate it out of ten. Out of ten, what are you rating it? Let's go, Brandon. After listening to that, lyrics aside, just lyrics like aside. from just hearing it as like white noise. I'd play that in my car. Yeah, but I'd play like <laughs> never mind. I'd play <laughs> playing <laughs> "Let's Go, Brandon" in the whip is pretty brave. No, like the the, the <laughs> he's the, just riding. He's riding around his neighborhood. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, the overall the overall the Back overall up. tune of it. <laughs> the overall tune of it is good. I don't yeah. know if I put. I just don't want to talk about the lyrics. We just live in a we live in a crazy place. We right do now. live in a crazy place where this like we could end it like on that. Like, do you think we're sensitive? Overly sensitive. Over. We'll end it on this. Jeez, this is like. Yeah, this is this is pretty for the first episode for this to be like a conversation. We, we might people, not even make it. We, gotta, to, <laughs> gotta we might not even make it to episode two. Do you think society is overly sensitive? Ah, this is a crazy conversation. Yeah, actually, instead of ending it there, let's end on a metaverse. Good conversation. Ah, yeah. Meta, so good change up, man. Good change. Yeah, up. so uh Facebook has pretty much changed the parent company of Facebook, the app is now called Meta. And uh what's his name? Mark. Mark Zuckerberg is now creating Zuckerberg! a virtual reality, pretty much. So the metaverse. I watched that whole video and how do you feel about that? I thought it was pretty cool, but one thing I did notice, one thing I did realize is that this, that's going to be something that people are like low key, like high key addicted to. Yeah. Easily. So imagine like we clock out of work, we get home at 7 p.m. and we just throw in the goggles or whatever, and we're in the metaverse. And in the metaverse, we get to do whatever we really want to do in real life. The physical activity rate of human beings, like just being able to like well, go stepping outside yeah. and just like 
being present with like life, life yeah is going to diminish so much so they actually just acquired a uh, virtual physical activity company so basically it's a company who focuses on like physical activity for the vr world so for instance like you put on the vr and like you're still actually physically doing physical activity yeah, so i guess like in the vr world it'll be like going to the gym you know what i mean yeah, but it won't be like it won't obviously. Yeah, yeah. it's not gonna. Be, but like, there is still a physical aspect to it in yeah, that sense. No, that's cool. I think that's great for 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 personal like being able to move around and shit. Yeah, good, good for your body. Yeah, that's good. But like nothing will. But like actually to, going outside. Yeah, nothing will compare normal, to like going not normal outside, but being touching the grass, yeah. feeling the air, going to the gym, working out, driving your car. Yeah, playing basketball on a basketball court. So what do you what do you think? What do you think if say someone lives a mediocre life at the moment? And the metaverse, they live a phenomenal life. What do you think of them just like, yo, I'm, I'm just going to live in the metaverse. It's better for them, personally. They put the goggles on and they live their dream lives. Think, do you think that's what he's trying to create for people? Like, do you think there's a positive impact or do you think it's just straight negative? Like, do you think the metaverse can be positive in any way? Man, shape now or that form? we're saying this, I kind of want to go watch Ready Player One. That's like, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's like kind of like getting to that point. Are there any other movies that are like that? Well, the documentary I recommended to you that you stopped watching talked uh, about the simulation. That. that documentary is horrible. It's a good documentary about the simulation, man. It's it called Breaking the Matrix on Hulu. Nah, Everyone should go watch it, then comment back and let Charlie know how good it is. Make sure you have literally nothing else planned for your day. Like, if you're bored beyond belief, that, yeah, okay. you have nothing planned. You have to be pretty bored to watch <laughs> like, it. Or, you, or super into like the, the, the simulation thing. And I am, but... You probably got scared, man. And you just it was don't a very, very odd documentary. It's like dark, kind of. It was odd, dark, and it was just like creepy. Like when you're watching it at night alone. Yeah, like, I watched it at night alone. You know, I was like, pretty scared. What are these guys doing? And like it was just local. But like that's kind of like the like that's kind of if you watched it, it's kind of like what he's kind of aiming towards. Yeah, but it was just like so, a VR simulation world almost. Yeah, I agree. It was just low. I understand that. Yeah, it was just super low quality. They could have done a better job. But yeah, they, they probably I think it's money. Hulu, and yeah, yeah, they probably didn't have that much money. But I think that like the way they went into the simulation theory was pretty dope, and I feel like the metaverse low key is like kind of pushing us towards that point, to where we have our own simulation. Where yeah, I mean it's pretty much a simulation. Like you're going into a world that's not real, and you're living a life that's not real. Mm. But I mean, that that's kind of a that simulation. doesn't really answer the simulation that we're currently in. No, nah, it doesn't, but I feel like maybe, but like it kind of further proves that we could be in a simulation because if we're creating now our own simulation, True. what's to say that someone didn't create a simulation and we're the, we're like the byproduct of that simulation. It's a little bit more controlled than just an actual simulation, but maybe we think. And that. real. Yeah. But maybe we think that though, because like if someone's living in the metaverse, like maybe they're going to think that's their real life at some point. It'd be a really advanced uh, metaverse. So are you going to, are you ever going to buy anything? Like, are you ever gonna like get? In, are you gonna create a character? I definitely like join? copy. I definitely copy the crew for sure. Yeah, I don't know. If, what if you I, get super involved? You know, you yeah, meet like I, someone. My thing is, if we get super involved, you I'm like scared. meet. Yo, what if you start a Naka in the metaverse? Yeah. We gotta be one of the first companies on the metaverse. You know, what's you know funny? provide clothing on the metaverse. When they started, it, yo, all our shorts. When I, the when they started, it, I, I thought about like, damn, when that when this pops off, I don't know when it's gonna pop yeah. off. When it does pop off. How are we gonna take our clothes yeah. to, to the metaverse? We have to. We have to be one of the first companies allowing wavy clothes on the metaverse. <clears throat> but that's cool because that means that each person that's in the simulation or the in the metaverse will be able to style how they want. Yeah, they'll style their their avatar 
yeah in like a knock of clothes yeah so maybe That's like so sick. for example maybe someone's not like a, a like they don't feel comfortable wearing like wavy yeah. clothes and in the metaverse so like yo i'm gonna dress my character i want and they're just buying a knocker that's another universe or another world to dominate in yeah 100 percent. So you can essentially double your company your company yeah double the money you're making in the real yo world. and then like what if like wow. the the and the capital can't be that expensive because it's just creating like a vr coins yeah exactly you use power well, coins i mean, I mean powerpoints the capital probably is not, I mean, it's just, all, it's just like coding, yeah. right? So yeah. like, there's no really initial investment. You probably have to pay yeah, Facebook like a or fee. Meta yeah, some type of a fee. fee or something like that to have a store. Yeah. But probably a huge amount. Yeah. But that like an actual store. Yeah. That would be, it's dope. essentially like 2k. Yeah, it in, is. In, it my kinda is. in my player. It's like my player. Yeah. If we were to able to like control the, my player. Yeah. Like well, to really like, yo, you're going through the motions of like, but getting into the VC store of like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Having. Like, Anaka. Yeah, like EE is in there or Nike's in there. Like Yeah, Chinatown it? Market's in there. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, it's pretty much like that. But uh Yeah, I feel like this has been a pretty good episode. Yeah, I'm fucking starving, man. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, hungry too. Uh, this is good this shit was good enough for y'all, for sure. <laughs> episode one, Shali Coker, in quotation. This shit was good enough for y'all. So uh That'll be the end of it. Thank you guys so much for watching episode one. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Let me know what y'all want to see. What y'all want to see from us in the uh, episodes moving forward for sure. Yeah, I think episode two we need a guest. Yeah, for sure. I'm thinking Max, Christian, or Marco. Yeah, I think Marco might set the tone. Marco might set it off right. Yeah, for sure. So actually, if you guys can choose between Marco or Max tuning, leave that in the comments. Tag Max. Tag Marco. Uh, once again, thank you guys so much. Make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at Anaka Power Radio. That's what it is, right? Anaka Power Radio? Radio. Yeah, Anaka Power Radio. Um, uh, Instagram, right? Yeah, Instagram, yeah. YouTube, and then Spotify and Apple Music. You'll be able to find us there. And then watch our YouTube channel. Links below. Yeah, links will be in the description. So thank you guys so much. We'll be back hopefully next week. Hopefully this can be a weekly thing. So episode one is finally done, boys. Yo. Yeah.